0: Back to the YSO series podcast. Oh, the hell is that? (laughs) My name's Brandon. Uh, Devin is back with us. Mike is out doing Mike stuff. And we got old man Wade back today. And what's up, man?
1: Does whatever a superior old man Wade can.
0: (laughs) It's been uh, almost a month since we posted. I had my move to California. We're all set up now. So hopefully, we're going to get back on track with all these reviews and these shows. Uh, Just a quick note, uh, we're going to be moving our main show to Mondays now, so we're probably going to be recording our main show on Mondays and doing the other stuff, uh, just fitting in when we can. Um, So, Black Lightning will be back next week, so we'll get back on those reviews and we'll be uh, back in the swing of things. Uh, But today, uh, from the theme so we're not doing the MCU film, but we are doing Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, this film it was directed by Bob Persichetti and Peter Ramsey, uh, written by Phil Lord, uh, starring uh, Donald Glover, uh, Shamik Moore, Jake Johnson, Haley Stanfield, Marshal Ali, Brian Tyree Henry, uh, really good cra- uh, cast, Zoe H- uh, Kravitz, um, and it's uh, teen Miles Morales becomes Spider-Man of his reality, crosses his patch. Uh, with five counterparts from other dimensions to stop a threat for all realities, uh, Wade, what'd you think about this film?
1: I absolutely loved every single minute of it. Um, it surprised me with a lot of the drama that went with it because I know we all know Spider-Man is a dramatic character, but I wasn't sure how far in depth they were gonna go with the character, like who he was, how he became Spider-Man, and how they'd fit in. The uh, death of Peter Parker because we got snippets of it. Um, actually you know, we got a, a cut scene, I think, at the end of um, I forget what the end of what movie it was, but we saw that um, Miles went to his reality's Peter Parker's grave, but then there was another Peter Parker behind him, so I was trying to figure out how they were going to do the death that scene was and all
0: That
1: was that. Oh, Venom, thank you. Yes, and so it was cool to see, it was cool to see how they went about doing that because. Peter Parker is Miles's Uncle Ben. And I was curious to know how close they would stay to the comic book uh, lore. And I was surprised at the death and just the story in general was phenomenal. How they worked in so many characters while all, giving them all like screen time and giving them their own moments. I, I, it was better than um, I could have expected and hoped.
0: Devin, what about you? Devin?
2: Uh, give me one second. Uh, I thought the movie was was just mind-blowingly good. Like I, I didn't have any expectations of what it was gonna be, and for it to be so great, um, ah. I. Just, I was just left awestruck about the the beauty of it. Uh, just a young boy trying to get it. Um, the ode to all the the other Spider Mans that came before, it and the comic books. Like it was uh, it was a great experience, um, and I I don't think there was a better um, movie that, that finished the 2018 uh, than Spider Man Spider into the Spider Verse. Uh,
0: this is my favorite movie of the year, um, comic book and non-comic book, animated, non-animated. It was my favorite uh, film. Uh, it told a very cohesive story. All the actors were great. Uh, they all brought emotion to the characters. They, they respected the source material. Clearly, Brian Michael Bendis had a lot to do with this film. You can tell uh, that he, he was a big part of the making of this film. It's kind of frustrating because if you know Sony had this in them the whole time, why did they make all those terrible Spider Man <laughs> live action films? But it's something about animated that allows you to do certain things that you can't do. And this film literally took pages out of comic books. Like it literally took panels out of comic books and brought them to life in an amazing animation style that I haven't seen in a long way. So the way that the, the cinematography of this film, uh, the angles that they were shooting, the, the motion that they were given. There's a scene where spider Man's like jumping off. You've probably seen it in some of the commercials when he's jumping off a building. But the way they shoot that in the animated style is, is just incredible. And it just brings a lot of drama uh, to a film that's fun and, and joyful that your kids will watch. But pretty much any adult who does know Spider-Man or doesn't know Spider-Man can go watch this film. Because it basically tells you the story of the ultimate Spider-Man universe and what happened there. Uh, so that was that was really, really good to see. Um so what'd you guys think about uh Kingpin being the villain? I know we've all seen Kingpin and Daredevil, uh, but what'd you think about the portrayal of Kingpin um on this film?
1: I thought it was, I thought it was real cartoony, but I thought it fit exactly what it was. My grandmother saw it and we were laughing at the fact he she said he looked like a pimple inside the middle of a box. <laughs> <laughs> But I I I, I kind of loved it because it would have been too early to give him like a real Superman villain. Like he wouldn't have been able to beat Norman. He wouldn't have been able to beat um, the Vulture or anybody who's been versed in fighting Spider-Man. But the Kingpin, with all of his arrogance and not actually being a super villain, it was perfect. And I also love that they really gave some personality. To Wilson Fisk, like he, this wasn't about money. This wasn't about power. This was really this was about his family. Yeah. And, it, and as evil as it was, what he was doing, considering what he was doing to the rest of the reality, it fit the bill. Like, it fit the idea that uh, movies are trying to make these heroes more. Excuse me, these supervillains uh, more relatable, and not just making them like evil, terrible, deplorable uh, beings. I I loved it, and I love the fact that he still remained. The kingpin, like they didn't take anything away from him. Like when he, uh, we we can do spoilers on this at this point, right? Yes. Right. Well,
2: right. No, no, definitely.
1: All right. So when he shot, um, his uncle, I was like, oh, okay, we're doing this then. Or, when <laughs> he, or even before that, the beginning of the movie where he killed, um, Peter Parker, it set the standard of like this is what we're going to be doing with this with this franchise from here on in. Don't expect us to cookie cut this because it's animated. But even still, while it wasn't violent or, like, gory, it got the point across. And to, to your point, Brandon, it's it's still an animated movie, but they took the pages right out of the... They took it right out of the comic book, like, all the way down to Wilson Fisk. I thought it was the perfect villain to start this franchise off.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed everything about uh, Fisk, I mean, about Kingpin. Uh, I think that you... you I mean... If you watch Daredevil and you watch this, you you definitely get a side of him that isn't shown in the Netflix series. Um, to see how bad he does want Vanessa back, because in the the show they don't even have a kid yet. But I mean, the Netflix show they don't have a kid yet. But it it just goes to show the lengths that we do for our family and made him human. Um, but yeah, man, he was about that work, man. Like he got his hands dirty himself. Like I like that shit about him, um, and like you said, like you can't really throw you know Norman on him or anybody else. Like I love the the fact that they gave us Doc Ock in a female's body, so that was cool, um, and I enjoyed. I just enjoyed Kingpin definitely. Yeah, this was a this was a family
0: movie about family. It was about family for Wilson. It was about family for Miles, and his immediate family and his Spider Man family. Like. The, the Spider-Man family, Peter Parker of Earth 1, of um, the main Earth, Peter Parker, who passed away in the Ultimate Universe. You had Spider-Gwen, a Spider-Woman, her Earth, her, Spider-Ham. Like, it was it was all about family and how family interacts with each other, but the different ways in which you go out to support your family. In Miles's case, he did it nobly, like a hero. And in Wilson's case, he basically said, fuck everybody else except my family. And, it's, and it sets a clear line between good and evil, and this film did a very good job at, at explaining that and showing where the lines can blur. Uh, because there's times where Peter was acting like a complete dick to Miles uh, because his life is <laughs> what yeah, he sits. And and you had to show, you had to bring Peter back on that redemption track. But I like how uh, there was a fear of mine before the film came out that because it was called Into the Spider-Verse, it was going to focus too much on. The alternate Spider-Man uh, characters instead of Miles, but this was absolutely Miles' film. Those characters enhanced the film. I would love to see a film with Spider-Gwen and um and Miles as, as a second as a sequel to this, uh, because Haley Steinfeld was great in this film. And great, yeah. Uh, but they, they they definitely told the Miles story and focused on it. And although they changed some of the stuff from the original run. I'm okay with that. I've always said movies don't have to follow the comic books exactly, but it has to have the soul of the comic books. It has to be the core of the character. Like so often, like when I watch Titans not to get on the <laughs> side tag, but none of that is the core of those characters. None of that reminds me anything of any of those characters. It doesn't have to be exactly like the books, but I need to know that the characters that I'm looking at are somewhat similar to what I'm familiar with or what the core is, or else don't use those characters. Just tell your own story. You don't have to use those characters. So that's very that was very good that they did in this film. Um, what would you think about the relationship with um, Uncle Aaron and Miles uh, Wade? I know you probably knew it from the comic books about who he was, uh, but what do you think how they told that story in the film?
1: I thought it was good for even the people who didn't know. For the people who didn't know who um, his uncle Aaron was, my immediate reaction was, "Oh, he's a problem. Cool." And he's still just as cool as Miles thought he was. But they showed us why why he thought Miles was why he thought why Miles thought his uncle was cool. Um, that scene where he was painting this giant mural while his uncle was playing music was dope. It yeah. was it was the um, the perfect uh, visual of why Miles loves his uh-huh. uncle like he does. It also set the stage for how Miles felt when he realized what his uncle was, and that it was—it was like someone he loved and admired was trying to kill him. And it was heavy when uh, Miles took his mask off, and it was like it was me. He's like, "It's me," and he's like, "Oh, like you know what I mean?" I like, I got chills. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it, it was a—it was like family. It was—it was everything, and. I like that he wasn't a scumbag like his uncle is, or his uncle was to him in the comic books. I like the different interpretation. To your point, these movies don't have to exactly be what we're expecting from the comic books. They're alternate realities. Like, the MCU is, like, Earth, like, one, and, like, I think, like, six nines or something like that. So when people go into this, they can you know... There are certain elements that need to that still need to be there. Like Miles still needs to be black and I think Puerto Rican. His father his father's um, career is interchangeable. Um, his mother's I think should probably stay in the medical field just just for like you know the um, idea of it all. Uh, but his uncle should be a criminal. His uncle his uncle Aaron should be the prowler. It should build into what it is who he is. And I like the fact that after all of.
0: What happened?
1: <laughs> that <church> was perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, what? So, what'd you say, Devin? Was I supposed to say
2: something? Well, hold on. What are, you about? <laughs> what are you talking about? No, I didn't uh, say anything. Problem. I thought you said something. Oh yeah, yeah. I just um, just paying homage to Biggie and all that other shit, and just being and so what about it? I have cousins that I look at to, I look to like uncles, and I just could relate to the relationship that they give you something that your parents can't give you, you know. And for his uncle, uh, uh, Aaron, to give him and let his creativity.
0: You guys are breaking up.
2: So did and you we're keep back. All this
0: stuff? Nope. Yeah, I cut everything. So we're just gonna pick up. Oh, it's recording now. So we're just gonna pick up where we left off. Sorry, I had some technical difficulties. We're back. Bruiser, uh, wait. Bruiser, wait. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, this man is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, yeah. So I had some computer issues, but we are back. Uh, but we were talking about Uncle Aaron. So Devin, what were you saying? You were saying something about you have cousins like that.
2: Oh yeah, we got that part because I was like, I didn't even know if we got that part. But yeah, um, you have cousins that you can relate to that your parents can't be that, you know, to bridge that gap, you know, and for Uncle Aaron to let him be creative and, and let him be his best version of himself and be able to do it around Uncle Aaron, um, away from his, his uh parents, uh it was it's, it's something I can relate to and I definitely enjoyed. Having that, you know, shit with Biggie and the music was was everything. How about those Uh, J's? You know how expensive those are—like three hundred dollars now, too. Yeah, the Origin Story
0: ones, which I kind of want to get.
1: I'm shocked they haven't done like an exclusive, like Miles Morales version of those. Oh, they did. They did.
0: They're like three hundred dollars. They called the Origin Story ones. So yeah, I definitely want to get them. Um, But yeah, I enjoy Uncle Aaron. I love how they went to. The subway and they did the cool ass graffiti and it's just it's just a fun family sh- movie that you get to see a bunch of different things. Um I also enjoyed uh her his interaction with uh Gwen. Boy, uh, yeah, that was pretty good. They yeah. that story that they tried to tell there is very interesting and about her life and and it's interesting how they kept the major theme of Spider Man, that Spider Man is not Spider Man is the quintessential Marvel character. The DC characters are like gods. They're they're heroes, and you, you care more about the hero than you do the secret identity. Whereas in the Mar- for most of them, not, not 100%. But in in the Marvel case, you care about the characters. Peter Parker is integral to Spider-Man. There is no Spider-Man without Peter Parker or any of the alternate Spider-Mans. Their personal life matters. Spider-Man being a kid, a high school kid, or being broke or having tragedy, fuels the fire for what he becomes and he lives his life as Peter Parker and he and he struggles with that and I really enjoy or in this case Miles Morales I really enjoy how they show him being a really smart kid but going to school away being away from his parents dealing with his uncle who's cool but his dad is overprotective like all that led into how he behaved as Spider-Man and it couldn't be one without the other so this film did a great job of building up the actual characters, and not just the the, the superhero parts aspects of even, uh, the characters.
2: Even with Peter, though, like you know, to to show how he lost MJ, that shit was was more telling. You know what I mean? Like we don't get those previews into the character like that unless you read the comic books. And um, I'm not gonna lie, like I I, I felt the Uncle Aaron uh, turn, but I didn't know. And when I found out I was in the movie there, they're like, oh, that's crazy. Like, because I put two and two together, like a phone call. I'm like, yo, what? Why the fuck would he go, you know, off when he first got the phone call? And it's crazy that to me, that he took him down right by the lab where they was doing the this, this shit with the, with the dimensional ray or whatever, tearing fabric and time and all that good shit. But yeah, it was, it was just really good. I enjoyed the story because I didn't, I only read, um, part of Miles the new run. The the uh, new as it really re release? What is it? Yeah, well the which, when you started reading
0: him, he had already they had already crossed over universes. He came with yeah. Ultimate Spider Man a few about five or six years ago. Um and the interesting thing about the Ultimate Spider Man run is they had one writer the entire time. Uh Brian Brian Michael Bendis wrote Ultimate Spider Man from two thousand all the way till it ended. And up until, like, this most recent couple issues of Miles' book, he's been the only writer for Miles Morales since the beginning. So it's been one consistent story with one consistent writer, and it really, really built up this character in this universe, which is really, really good. Uh, also, I really enjoy Brian Tyree Henry as Jefferson Davis, Miles' dad. Yes. Listen, yes. Brian Tyree Henry in this film, him and Beale Street, him and Widows, has brought the emotion, like, real... Different emotion in widow, in the case of widows, but different. Just emotion to these characters, and in, the, in an animated sense, like that scene where his dad is talking to him through the door at the college. Like that's a super yeah. emotional scene, and Brian Tyree Henry brings that all to life, man. It's an, it's that dude is is really a rising star in Hollywood, and and it's amazing that he really got his break with Atlanta, and now he's branching out doing all these different movies and things. He was in that Batista movie. Uh, hotel art? No, not hotel Artemis. Yeah, hotel Artemis. Yeah, hotel Artemis. Yeah. yeah, hotel Artemis. Like he, he's been in in every film. I haven't seen him do a bad job of phoning in. Not in, Any of them. Yeah. So it's
1: funny. Like everybody from the cast of Atlanta. I don't know. I'm glad that people have been watching because he's going to be great. I can never remember the, the guy's Lakeith, name. Keith. Yeah, man. All, yeah. yeah. Um, my girl Zazie beats, She's been like popping off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like, said, Brian Tyree Henry. Like all of them from that show from that one show have all been, like, have all skyrocketed. And they're all going to be stars. Right. And, like, and, like, it's funny, because Donald Glover was already a star. Like, you know what I mean? He had been writing... He wrote for SNL, I believe, that he wrote for 30 Rock. And then... what's the name of the show he did, um... Community. Community. I haven't seen it, but I've heard he was great it's in fucking that.
2: Fucking amazing. It's amazing, yeah.
1: Like, his music... Like, he's, like, everybody on is a star. And to, like, your guy's point, that scene when like he was like touching the door, and it's one thing to have the animation there, but you have to have the voice to pull it off and the emotion in your in like your speech to pull that scene off, especially when Miles couldn't say anything. Even like, when it,
2: that man saw his brother dead, yo, that shit was. He didn't say much, but you could feel it. Like
1: Yeah. You know, I, I also love how Rio. And Miles were, like, they kept speaking on and off in Spanish.
0: <laughs> yeah, speaking the Spanish. Yeah, it was great.
1: And Lauren Valdez, Valdez, i pretty pretty sure I'm butchering her name, did a great job as well. Luna Valdez. So, yeah. Yeah, they and did. She, I, I've loved her since New York Undercover, so.
0: Well, this film, what this film does a lot also is, it also well, I'm sorry. It also had a very good score. So, like, the score of this film was very important to setting the scene for a lot of these scenes. So the scene where Spider-Man is, where he's like, when Miles is like coming to his own and getting over his own fears, like the the music they played behind that really, really fit the scene. Kingpin's score was really good. Uh, he really brought some fear to those scenes. It was, it was a complete film from score to acting to animation, cinematography, plot, uh, lines, the writing, like there was no part of this film that fell short, not a single part. No. This film was uh, 100 uh, almost two hours, which is really long,
2: for an animated generally, movie, for definitely. an animated
0: movie. They yeah. generally want to keep animated movies under 90 minutes to keep the attention of kids. This film went almost two hours, and I don't think any kid that watched this movie uh, got bored. Uh, this film was uh, entertaining from start to finish. It kept you engaged. It kept you gripped. And it quite possibly had one of the best after credit scenes that I've ever seen.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah
0: sir. Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man is a big thing Twitter mean and them doing that on this film was hilarious uh, I really really enjoyed that um, anything else you guys got about this film
1: um, I just want to add that one of my um, one moment that I loved was seeing how involved May Parker was in, yes. this, in um, Peter's life yes all the way to the point that she could make the web shooters, you know what I mean? Yes. So it was almost like she was... It wasn't just her, just kind of just, like, weak Aunt May. I'm tired of, like, weak Aunt May. I like the ultimate universe Aunt May who pulled a six shooter out on Eddie Brock, the one who shot the Electro for messing with her with her nephew. Like, that's the one I want to see. So I love that she was sitting there waiting for him to come in, like, I knew you'd be back. That It's, like, in your blood. That moment, I think it was moments like that, that got the movie the uh, Golden Globe because it was such a powerful movie. It, it wasn't just funny. It wasn't just fun. It wasn't just action packed. It had a beautiful story. The voice actors were phenomenal. The score, as you said, was great. And I'm not even big on like new hip hop, but I went back and listened to the, to the, um, the soundtrack, the, the soundtrack. Yeah. soundtrack dope. And I was bumping to this. I'm like, all right. So everything about this movie was phenomenal. And I might have to agree that it might be my favorite movie of uh, 2018.
0: That was absolutely my favorite movie of
2: 2018. The Stan Lee scene fucking oh, got man. me. Oh, man. That was just like, that shit is so good. Well, it, like, it, how do you say so much by saying so little? Like,
0: Well, he talked about this a, a long time ago. He's talked about it throughout the history, but the thing with Spider-Man is it can be anybody under that mask. Anybody can be Spider-Man. It's all about your heart and what you want to do, and The mask is just there uh, as a symbol. And this film, that film tells that story that, like, even a half black, half Puerto Rican kid from Brooklyn can be Spider Man, like, if you have it in you to be Spider Man. And, And that scene with Stan Lee basically saying that in the film was just really touching. And it came, like, right, like, this film dropped, like, right after his passing as well. So, like, seeing that scene. Like right after his past, is just a really emotional scene, and it might have been. It's my favorite Stan Lee uh, cameo, cameo as well. Yeah, definitely. definitely my favorite Stan Lee cameo. Um, another funny thing about this film was Nicolas Cage as Spider-Man Noir. Oh man, so perfect! <laughs> yeah that's such a perfect I was about to casting. Ask
2: you, who's your Who's your favorite uh, Spider Verse character?
0: Well, my favorite <laughs> character is uh, Gwen Stacy because I read Spider Gwen. I love that character. But Spider-Man Noir is Nicholas Cage is like perfect. Like that was such perfect casting. I couldn't think of anybody better. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, Nicholas Cage. Yep. As soon as he came on screen, I was like, oh yeah, this is this this is this is this is perfect casting right here. Uh, a lot of people really enjoyed um, Penny Parker. Um, yeah, Spider-Man. I did. I did. So I'm glad we got the Sp- Penny Parker representation on there. We got Spider Ham, which he's ridiculous. Fucking awesome. He's and- fucking awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that he was ridiculous. Also, Chris Pine was Peter uh, Peter Parker, which was good as well. Um, so this film, this film touched a lot of different parts of the Spider-Man lore. Uh, what do you, do you guys think? They're going to be a sequel, and if there is, what do you guys, what would you like to see?
2: If there's money to be made, we're going to make that money, sir. <laughs> For real, so I definitely gonna. They're going to get a sequel, definitely.
1: I think we're going to get... I uh, <clears throat> I think we're going to get eventually get another Miles Morales movie, which I think is going to be great. But I also think we're going to get um, Spider-Gwen. Spider-Gwen, That's, that has to happen. There's no way in the world people aren't... Like, people loved her. But the funny thing about it was people loved every single one of the characters. Like, my personal favorite was um, Peter B. Parker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I loved him. I love the fact... Like, we've all seen what it's... We all know what it's like to be so down and out that you kind of just sit in the bed and eat pizza when you really want it, when there's other things you should be doing. But we also know what it's like to pick ourselves up by the bootstraps and, like, do what you need to do. So I loved the um, evolution of him in such a short amount of time. I love that he, originally, he was just like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not with this training, and then eventually he got into it. And when he tied um, Miles up in that chair, the look he gave him when he felt so bad for doing this it was heartwarming. He was just like I, he's like he was like you're not ready. Ready, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then at the end, then when he sees um Mary Jane at the end, he's apologizing to her for not having bread. <laughs> it was it was it was beautiful. I thought and um I wrote an article about this, and I actually thought that he had easily the best um supporting character in a comic
2: book. Yeah, without scene. question, without question. So, so we're gonna, get, rooting for him, like to get his shit together. The whole movie, not something, but the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, the whole
0: movie, and he finally does. I think what Sony needs to do is stop trying to make this bullshit Venom universe and focus on the animated universe. Marvel, the Marvel Studios is not really forayed into the animated not like DC, uh, no. field. And DC, honestly, not, yeah. I mean, if we're gonna be honest, the, most of—I mean, I heard the Reign of Superman was good, but. The majority of the DC films, first DC animated films, are first of all too Batman centric. Like every film is about Batman or a Batman adjacent character. And honestly, they haven't been like fantastic recently. Uh, I don't know. The
2: Judas pack was fucking good. I mean, I loved um, Judas contract.
0: Escape Arkham Asylum, I thought was. Oh, that was fucking great. Yeah, that was great, but that was what, five years ago? Four years ago? Oh shit! It was so. I mean, I mean their movies movie movie are okay, Wars, but they're uh, not—they're yeah. not like amazing. And I think this was an amazing film. And so, if oh, yeah. if Sony can take this and build out the Spider-Man universe in the ultimate, basically in the Ultimate Universe, and build that out, they could really get a stronghold on the comic book animation side, and that could be their niche. Because I know Venom made a ton of money, and I know Old Man Wade liked Venom, but it wasn't a <laughs> good really? film. It was it was not a good film. Uh, It it, it was fun. Okay, okay.
1: It wasn't good, but it was. But it made a lot of
0: money. But here's the thing: these films that make a lot of money the first time when they're not good films, the second one usually doesn't do as well. And so, that's true. If they if they put out, they're going to put out another Venom. But if Venom two is at the same quality level as Venom 1, it's not going to make getting, a lot of money.
1: Yeah, we're not going to get a Venom 3 if that happens. It's
0: not. So they either need to step it up or give it up. Like, take cut your losses. You made way more money than I ever expected you to make with Venom. So, but this film, this thing right here, this film was fantastic. And they need to focus on what they can do to compete. And they're never going to compete with the MCU. And but they can compete with Marvel and DC with this, and they can exceed I, them because nothing, neither one of them has made is as good as this.
1: And can I also state, state that I'm looking at the uh, all the Spider Verse characters now. All of them could have solo films, or at the very least, solo like straight to DVD thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure Spider Man Noir would be something everyone would go rush to the theaters to go see. But it's definitely something that could but pop up, up on Hulu. If you get Nick oh, Cage, if you get oh yeah, to you, do
0: it. You yeah. do, uh, you put it on, um, a streaming service or, like, straight to, like, to the movie, DVD? Absolutely. I'd watch it. I mean, it. And who,
1: and who wouldn't want to see a Penny Parker and Peter Porker movie?
0: They oh made, they made Gaslamp Batman. Batman by Gaslamp, right? If you could do that, <laughs> then you can do Spider Man Noir, because that movie was trash.
1: I do not even bother seeing that. But yeah, I absolutely agree that you're 100% right. These, uh, they know, like it's unfortunate that everything has to be Batman centric, centric. Because uh, what was it? I think it was a uh, Justice League Dark didn't need Batman to be. No, really good. it didn't. Yeah.
0: But they just put them in there because they have to put Batman or Batman character in everything. DC has so many characters, so many. And my favorite character is Nightwing, who's a Batman adjacent character. But I don't need to see them, one of them, in every fucking film you put out. Like I just Breath don't. Of life. I don't have to see that. What'd you say? What for life? Red Hood. Oh, Red Hood. See, you know what type of person he is then. He's a Red Hood fan. That's not the type of person you want to be around. Uh, Any last thoughts about this film before we get out of here? I'm groovy.
2: I'm definitely groovy. With Everybody go see it. Uh, Tell your kids to see it. It's actually still Uh, in theaters. Is it still doing numbers? I mean, but it's definitely worth seeing more than once. I saw it twice. You saw
0: it twice. I think you saw it twice. Yep. Oh shit. Uh, yeah, definitely go. If you haven't seen this film yet, go see the film. Uh, you will enjoy it. Um, but thank you guys for listening. We're we're gonna put out a. We're gonna be rapid fire with these reviews coming out soon. Because um, so, they all
2: came out and been out for a while. <laughs> they all been out
0: for a while, and I've been in travel, so we're gonna knock almost all these out. So this Aquaman, Bill Street, Vice, like we just going to Glass. I saw Glass. Like these films. We're just going to knock these films out one by one to get these out for you guys to listen to. Uh, but thank you guys for... Oh, oh, I forgot. Uh, out of 10, what do you give this film?
1: It's 10. 9.9. Uh,
0: 9. I give it a 10. So, yeah, this is a 9.99 average. So it's a 10. Uh, so, yeah, this is my favorite film of the year. Go see this film. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. You can uh, subscribe to the Old Man Wait Show on iTunes. Uh, what are you on, Stitcher? Everywhere you get podcasts?
1: Uh, right now it's just uh soundcloud itunes
0: and spotify soundcloud itunes spotify go go subscribe to that show we'll be on there soon coming up uh we're still scheduling it out but now that we're i'm all settled we're gonna be up on that show uh but yeah old man wade and super woke javi definitely listen to them uh great show one of my favorites to listen to so uh go subscribe to that show but thank you guys for listening we'll be back soon web. Any size catches feet, just like guys, Look out, here comes a Spider-Man. Is he strong? Listen
1: bud, he's got radioactive blood. Can you swing from a thread? Take a look overhead. Hey there, there goes the Spider-Man.